0: How's it going? Uh ah, it's been a busy couple of weeks with school
1: starting back up. Yeah, for real, that's for sure. Because when, how long has it been? A couple of weeks for us.
0: Um, kids, my kids have been in for about a week and a half. Yeah, almost two weeks.
1: Yeah, because uh, my kids' first day, August fourteenth for one of them, and then seventeenth for the other.
0: Yeah, we so, were, I think, yeah, the twenty-second <laughs> that following Monday.
1: Okay. I mean, how long has it been since we recorded? Uh, it's been a couple weeks.
0: Has it, been, it hasn't been a month, though, has it? No, it hasn't been that long. And I Not threw on an months. episode last week that was pre-recorded. I never released that episode Madeline and I did about The Flash.
1: I'm glad you bring that up. because one of my topics to discuss because I actually saw it. Oh, good. I re-watched it, so. Perfect. Okay, good. All right, well, here, uh, what beer you got? All right. Um, it is from
0: Urban Chestnut. It is the Evolution Festival Citrus Wheat Beer. Four okay. percent ABV. Uh, Evolution Fest was last week and it was a big concert that was, uh, I think, in Forest Park. Um, headlined by the Black Keys. Okay. Uh, Ice Cube was there. I would have liked to see that.
1: Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. So, so did you actually did you actually go to the fest? No, I. Uh-huh.
0: I would have liked to, but it was Saturday. Would have sucked because it was so rainy. Yeah. And then Will had his first soccer tournament last weekend, so that pretty much killed any chances of doing it.
1: Oh, he's playing soccer? Yeah, your whole spring is, or uh, is it? I guess fall. Your whole fall is screwed now. You're not doing anything. Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: be- between soccer every weekend and then Madeline doing marching band and having, like, full-day competitions. We're not going to have any weekends
1: Oh, yeah. Free. She's doing that. Is she going to be, I'm guessing, football games, too, so Friday night should be screwed, too. Yep. <laughs> Well, at least you know what you're doing every weekend. So, <laughs> We're planning
0: it out. At least Friday night I can pound a couple beers and then go watch
1: yeah. high school
0: football. Bad high school yeah. football, though.
1: Yeah. Well, or you could go watch uh, my kids' high school football and you're going to see a, a blowout every single time. But now they win, but they just – it's not – I. It, it's good. It's so fun that they win. The, the kids like it, right? And it's something to brag about. But it's just all... Also, it's like, well, I'd rather the game be a little competitive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be enjoyable.
0: Well, you have an NCAA legend as head coach, so... Scott Pingle.
1: Is he really an NCAA legend, though?
0: He was... He... I don't know if he still has him, but he broke all of Jerry Rice's mm-hmm. receiving records.
1: Yeah, but... <laughs> It, it, just,
0: it was Division three, so...
1: Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. That, okay, thank you. That, that's what I'm trying to get at. That's why I gave you the I, odd look. I, I go, I get it, I get it, but, you know, yeah, no, 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 I get you, so...
0: He was on Sports Center, and he had a tryout with the Buffalo Bills.
1: Yeah, yeah, so... And, you know, it's not like they recruit at the high school level or anything No, that doesn't happen at all, so no. don't worry about that. It's all it's all on the up and up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tell you what, though, he wasn't very good at NCAA football and uh, PlayStation...
1: How's that? How'd you
0: know that? Oh, I played him. We oh were, yeah, you did. We, we were in the same fraternity, so yeah, I, we, yeah, yeah, we we'd always have that. And but then he'd smoke me in Goldeneye. Oh really? Okay.
1: Yeah. I miss those. I miss NCAA football. I really do. Yeah. I wish it'd come back sooner. I know it's supposed to, but I'm still holding my breath to actually see it, actually hit the market. Yeah,
0: because they're gonna have to figure out how they're gonna pay all those kids. They
1: offered him five hundred bucks. Yeah. everybody just gets 500 you take your leave it kind of thing and if they don't accept it or something like that i think there's a way to opt out yeah so they don't lose your image or likeness yeah and i think a lot of the guys like there's a one player for mizzou in particular that said i don't even care about the money i just think it's cool i'm going to be in a game and i oh, think yeah. a lot of guys share that mentality you know so, yeah because i get they want to get paid i get that and you know now with you know nil it's it's feasible and doable and everyone gets a little bit of something at least the scholarship players, but you know, I think just, you know, 500 bucks or be in a game forever and your kids can play and their grandkids can play. I take that. Yeah. Honestly, that would need a little bit more than the 500 bucks. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it works, but it's cool. It'll be the, the rumor being the transfer portal will be included in the game so you have to you'll have to re-recruit oh. all your own players, recruit new players and then get players out of the portal too. <laughs> so they're going gonna... to like, Oh my god, it's going to be too real life and it's really really hard in real life too, I'm sure. <laughs> so it's like, "Oh, what a headache."
0: <laughs> so they're going to ruin the game like they've ruined college football.
1: <sighs> yes and no. Yeah. Yes and no. It'll it'll it, make depends it... On, it depends on your outlook and how you look at college football and what it, what it means to you. Yeah. And does it even the playing field? Does it not even the playing field? I think it's still relatively new where we don't have enough data to really quantitate whether or not it's beneficial. And is it really going to be, is it really college football or is it just minor league NFL, which is what they're going to eventually go to um, with all the, all the, you know, conferences disbanding and whatnot yeah. and moving towards a super pack or whatever it's going to be. Um It's it's going to be interesting. I think you're going to see everyone that's not the chosen ones. You know, maybe top 32 teams because it's going to mimic, you know, they'll mimic what the NFL has. Yeah. When you have NC, what division? Like you said, division three or division two or something like that. Yeah. I think you'll just see a more pure version of college football for division two versus what you'll see with minor league football. I think that's really the way it's going to end up going. Yeah. Um, But to be determined. I think it's got pros and cons. Lots of pros, lots of cons. So yeah, um, it's just not what we're used to. It's not what we grew up with. But um, getting these kids paid when the NCAA is making billions, you know, and off of their backs, that makes sense to me. Yeah, players being able to move freely, you know, as far as when their coaches were able to do it, how come they weren't able to do it? Yeah. And then if it's just not working out at one place, no harm in moving down or moving. Sometimes the uh, you know, it, it happens in other sports. You know, hockey, baseball. It yeah. just doesn't work out with a team, you know, a fresh start somewhere else. All of a sudden they're playing the way they always used to play or, you know, what, what they meet their expectations at that new place. So,
3: yeah, it,
1: you but, know, but it's just, yeah. But then what, then you're, what are you teaching kids that just because something got hard or it wasn't exactly what you thought you're, you're losing the value of what the word commitment means.
0: Yeah. So, and I mean, teams aren't going to get rewarded if they put in the work on a guy and yep. he gets better and then he's like, well, I'm off to Alabama now.
1: Correct. Correct. Yeah. So I just think we need more time with it. I think you really do. I just feel bad for these coaches because, but they get paid. Trust me, they're, they're, they're compensated for it, but man, it's a rough gig and it's a 24 hour a day, 365 days a year. You're recruiting all the time. We'll get to it in homework. In regards to uh, I did I watched Swamp Kings I don't okay. know if you watched or I did not.
0: I did too so let's just get into that because that's right. because they actually t- touch on that with Urban Myers they win the national championship and they're like where's coach and he's like I'm in preparing for next season already
1: yeah he was in his office and he was already uh, texting recruits yeah he was already te- reaching out to recruits and it's smart but it's it's just the beast that is college football now yeah but uh, what did you think I thought. I think I enjoy the criticism more than I enjoyed the actual (laughs) miniseries. I was kidding.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of criticism because they passed over a lot of stuff that happened with those
1: teams. Oh, they glazed right over that because my favorite part was after I was done watching it. I think Netflix pulled up uh, the Aaron Hernandez documentary Mind of a Murderer or whatever it's called.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because they hardly touched on him. It was just Tebow talking about the story of him going to a club with him. Correct.
1: Yeah. No. And that's I'm like... Oh my God! And someone brought up that the newspaper or whatever had to come up with a spreadsheet yeah. <laughs> because of like there's like 40 arrests or something. Like they had to keep track of all the arrests on that team. Yeah. And, and and Urban Meyer he's a he's he's scum. He really is scum. Now, if you were to ask, would my team hire him? Okay, um, okay, Mizzou. I'm a Mizzou guy, right? Yeah. If Mizzou were to turn on hire Urban Meyer, would I be okay with it? Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Cheat <laughs> all you want. Whatever it takes to win, man, I'm just, I just need to see him win once before I die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I'm kind of going for there. But So do you think um, he's
0: going to get another shot anywhere after oh, what happened in Jacksonville? To. Yeah, if he wants to. Uh, you mean in the
1: NFL or in college? Well, just in general. NFL's shot completely. I think, I think he should go to high school. I think he should just dominate a high school level and and that way you're not having to recruit as much. You yeah. just don't not have to be as you're, you're not going for the across the map recruiting, which it still occurs, you know, like places like IMG Academy and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think the stress level will be a lot lower and he, he could be a lot less of a creep, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, but would he, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, he'll go somewhere and win because yeah. that's what he does. He has a proven track record of it. It's just a matter of how do you want to win? Do you want to win at no, you know, no matter the cost and be that, that type of program or do you want to have some kind of morals and values at all?
0: I, I will say he was probably good for some of those players though, as hard as he pushed them.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I, he and some players, has that. And some players paper. react well to that. And some, don't. It, that was in the documentary, yeah. you know, some players love that, you know, that, that, that that's how they thrive. But Others, it's just like I don't need it. It's not. It's not. It's not how I succeed. So yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it was interesting. I mean, I don't understand why they got it. I. I didn't see them as a dynasty. i, I and really only Alabama's only dynasty. I'd say is going right now. George is becoming one.
0: Yeah. Um, I get. Because uh, really, like the Miami teams, like in the '90s, were probably more entertaining. Yeah in florida but i I but i get it i mean florida has a large fan base and tim tebow sells still
1: he does he does he i never had a problem with tebow i know a lot of people just they were thrown off by you know his christianity and just being so religious about everything but it's at least he's i don't find him to be a phony i mean he is who he is um his story pans out. <laughs> He's not Johnny Manziel, which I watched that documentary. Now I got around, I was doing yeah. football because I'm getting ready for the season to start. Yeah. But I just don't have a. I don't. I don't have any issues with Tebow, and it was. It was an interesting documentary. I just think it. it the fact that they didn't touch on how awful that program was from, you know, a scandal standpoint. Yeah. You, you missed out on everything that was involved with that whole program. Yeah. And I think doing that's a disservice to people that are trying to learn about it
0: especially yeah for people that don't know about it they'll Correct. they'll see this documentary and be like oh this it's a good program like, well, yeah.
1: not not really no no and there's a reason why they're they are they have gone through a couple coaches since then and the program hasn't been a, a challenger for you know the national championship since what was that 09? they haven't been yeah. in the picture since 09. and we you look down and you go oh my god it's almost 2024 holy crap <laughs> you yeah. know but hell, Mizzou's still living off of two thousand seven, <laughs> you know. So like, oh my god. Yeah, so, but
0: at, at least Mizzou and its fans know what Mizzou is. Like Florida fans still like.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think Mizzou fans have, know that you know what they that every now and then you're gonna have that magical season, and yeah. it's possible it's really possible if you were to keep all the in-state talent there, which that's never going to happen. No. The prestige of other programs are always going to pull kids away. And I get that, especially if you've been, lived here your whole life. You're going to want to go do that. And I don't. NIL helps. It's yeah. helping even the playing field. It's already helped that this most recent recruiting round. Yeah. Which is going back to what we were saying is college football ruined. It's given clubs like Mizzou a chance, you know, and yeah. had, had, had that not existed, there'd be no chance to get these higher rated players. Yeah which it's legal to do now. Now remember when they got DGB back in the day, <laughs> yep. I guarantee you there was some money involved. It just was cheating it under the table, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they didn't, have, they didn't have to have a bag man. The bag man is, you know, they don't have to have those guys anymore.
0: He, he wasn't driving around a new escalade.
1: Correct. Correct. So, you know, Hey, it, it's, it's always existed. It's always been there. Uh, but at least now people can all, it's all out front. Yeah. You know, but um,
0: so that this one was a good parallel to go with the Manzel, though, because you get the the good guy and Tebow and then you get Manziel, who is like totally shady.
1: He's scum. He yeah. really is. Yeah. And But I, you feel for him a little bit because, I mean, if you put yourself in his shoes, think about yourself when you were 17, 18 yeah. years old and all of a sudden you're one of the most famous famous people. In in America, I, I don't th- I won't say the planet, but definitely in America, and in, in a state like Texas, where football is a religion, right? Yeah. I, I could it's it's a it's been there, done that as far as people going on drugs and just needing to cope with it. The fact that he couldn't even go to class. Yeah. Now, mind you, most ball players aren't going. to don't know, that's depends on the program. Up in the air, I guess. But you know, a, a star like that. You know, going to class, are they really going to class? You know, the fact, you know, but he was forced to have to do uh, virtual learning back in the day when that wasn't prevalent back in then. Yeah. Uh, in 2000, was that 12 or before that? I don't remember the time frame of that. I,
0: yeah, I don't 12. remember either. Yeah. Somewhere around there.
1: But, you know, having to lie about the signatures. But again, with NIL, he wouldn't have had that problem. No, it would have been all frustrating. He would have gotten paid. He would yeah. have gotten paid what he's worth. Um, he probably would have stayed for another. I mean, why would he have ever? I would never have left. He was, a, he was a god down at AM. and yeah. Um, He would have stayed all four years because he knew he didn't get a good draft grade. And I don't know if you've ever watched the uh, Merrill Hodge clip that he did about Manzel Because no. it was him versus Skip Bayless. Bayless is the worst. He's yeah. he's the absolute worst. Yes, um, But Merrill Hodge did an actual football analysis about his game. and he He's like, no, this guy, he shouldn't even be drafted. I mean, he could be signed as an undrafted free agent and just... Put him on a roster and see what happens. But yeah. I would never waste first round draft pick money on this guy. And Meryl Hodge was spot on. He did it again for Jadavion Clowney. Yeah, and he's currently a scout with the Steelers. I think is who he's with right now. At least that's what I last read. And yeah. his analysis, I love when they pull up. I pull up clips of that, and he talks about it's that hindsight of the draft. Oh yeah, where you get to learn about you know how did they pan out? Did they not? Those two, he was so spot on. It's scary how spot on he was. I was like, "Damn, <laughs> that's awesome analysis." Yeah, so it shows that some people are really good at what they do. Uh, but uh, so Manzel' documentary was fun. Now, I, I, now, if I had to rank it, you know, did I like that one better than the Anti Tayal one? I was like, "Well, no, I don't think so." I think I this felt bad for Tayal, and then for Manzel, I was like, well, you got what you deserved. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> You're just a douche." Yeah, so that's a douchebag.
0: Um. Do you think the NCAA needs to go back and take his Heisman or reinstate Reggie Bush's
1: reinstate Reggie Bush's without a doubt yeah Reggie Bush he was he was a once- in- a lifetime player yeah he, he was he was must see TV electrifying he's what people tuned in for you yeah. it's entertainment and that's what people wanted um no they definitely need to reinstate him absolutely he's what what's going on with Reggie Bush's it's going on right now yeah. and it was going on then they just Wanted to make an example of first. for who knows what reason. I don't know why they cared.
0: Yeah. I have no clue.
1: Yeah. But, no, I'm, I'm enjoying that. I, just, uh, I, I was wanting to – I think I want to watch the Jake Paul one. Did you watch that? I haven't watched that, and I haven't watched uh,
0: the quarterback documentary they made.
1: Oh, the one with Mahomes in it? Yeah. Yeah, I need to watch that one, too. I haven't gotten around to it.
0: I, I was told it was really good, but that was from a Chiefs oh. fan, so –
1: I'll I'll watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah.
0: So let's get to what you did watch then. The Flash.
1: Okay. Okay, The Flash. Man, give me... (laughs) I need to take a deep breath there because, man, I, I really wanted to like this movie. Yes. And I think I... I think I lost a little bit by not seeing it in the theater. I didn't get the sound. I think the sound made a difference for this one a little bit. Yes, it did. Um, it's not a good movie. It's not. Um, I think when you watched it, I think you liked it a lot. But having come after sitting with it for a while, I think your mind changed a little bit. Now on upon your rewatch, what did you think?
0: It's just a movie. It's okay. Not bad. Not good. It.
1: Okay, let's 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 sit on the pros. I'm gonna hit on the I wanna I wanna talk about what I because again it's one of those things where can I there's a stuff I found that I liked about it.
0: <laughs> Pro number one, Michael Keaton.
1: Michael Keaton was amazing. That was fun. Yes. That was really, really fun. I enjoyed that part. But that's just nostalgia. That's all that is. Yeah. Um that was really fun. It, it and then gave thought, me
0: hope it gave me hope for a Batman Beyond movie. But oh yeah, absolutely. But they're not gonna do it. They they no, said if the no, flash if the flash would have made money that they had that in their pocket.
1: And am I, did I see right? Michael Keane's like seventy-eight years old. I don't think he's that old, but he's up there. I could have swore I saw he's seventy-eight years old. Here, I'll I'll look while you keep going. But my second part that I loved about it, and why I'm a Snyder guy, and I want my Snyderverse, which I know I I gotta give Gunverse a shot, and I'm like, why can't I have both? Yeah, I, I love when people are like, oh, you, you know just let it go or whatever. I was like, give me both what's wrong with having two different universes it's like what else worlds what ifs all that stuff exists in comics why can't we have it in the movies yeah michael keaton is uh,
0: 73 next week
1: 73 okay that's still pretty old for doing what he was doing in that movie yeah but um sasha cali cal kale how do you pronounce her it's it's sasha right
0: yeah i think it's cali
1: cali she was awesome as Supergirl. She was really that good. That was cool. She doesn't have the traditional look by any means, but man, she was badass. That she was, was. Her fighting Zod was cool as shit. Yeah. I was down for that.
0: And really, that I didn't mind that battle at all. Um, there's other CGI in it that looked pretty mm-hmm. cartoonish and not very good. Oh yeah, yeah. But, oh, I, but I enjoyed Channel, that. Channel. I enjoyed that battle.
1: Never watched a... C- she. It's not like she loves traditional, you know. Yeah. Gra- or, uh, visual effects. She's not a. She's not a stickler for traditional. Yeah. But man, she she just rips on bad CGI. She can It just hurts her for some reason in her soul, and she's just like, oh, And I was like, dude, I get it, but get over it. <laughs> it's just a superhero movie. Relax. Yeah. Um. It, it, it was a Flash movie but no one really cared about the flash. Yeah. You know, Yep. Um, I didn't buy the relationship between Ezra and whatever her name is. That was playing Iris. Yeah. Um, that, that I guess I'm already moving over to the cons. That part bothered me. I, she was not a good Irish West. I just didn't buy her. She, there was nothing charming. Like there's just nothing charming or redeeming about her. She, and as far as the, I'm not a big Irish West fan in the, in the comic either. I she yeah. just, She's just a poor man's (laughs) Lois, to be honest. I'm being mean about it, I guess. I I just... Not my thing. They did her a lot better in the TV show. Oh, yeah. I enjoy enjoy her in the TV show. But even that was creepy and weird, because that's technically like his stepsister almost. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that made it really weird. I don't know why they wrote it that way, but go Hollywood. (laughs) That's their thing, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Um. More, I gotta go. More pros. Uh, pros. Yeah. I, I love I, the Flash. I love speed. I love how I love the speed force. I, that looked cool. Yes. They didn't do the cosmic treadmill. They replaced it with a sphere. Is what it was. I guess is what they were going for there.
0: Yeah. Um, um, I enjoyed seeing all the different parts of the multiverse they showed. Even though yeah. some of that looked the CGI and that wasn't great, but I just put it off as you're watching it through openings in the
1: multiverse. Sure. Yeah, and I'm, I was okay with that. And that, I mean, come on, seeing Nick Cage as Superman—that was freaking fun. Oh, <laughs> and he was fighting a spider. that's yes. really, that, that's just a nod to the nerds. That's yes. all that is. Saying, "Here you go. You know, you know, you want it. Here you go." Yeah. Um, but you know, seeing Chris Reed and Supergirl—that you know, yep. Uh, what's her name? What is her? Uh, Helen Slater. Helen like, Slater. Seeing those two—that was pretty sweet. That was pretty and, cool to see that.
0: And seeing Adam West um, again as Batman. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and. You know, again, the nostalgia—that's all the fun, yep. good stuff that we love. Um, As far as the con, Ezra Miller, it, separating the person from the, you know artist from the art, I didn't struggle as much as I thought I would. He's still—he sucked. He wasn't—he was—and the whole make the doppelganger or not that, but the that universe. Barry more annoying than the Snyder verse Barry. You know, yeah. I'm trying to, I don't know how you want to label them as far as which Barry that was dumb. It, yeah. It was, I didn't enjoy it. He was over the top annoying, but it, I know that was the point of it. I yeah. get it. It was the point, but I just didn't enjoy it. it they so, had flashpoint. They had flashpoints sent in front of them. If they wanted to reboot the universe or lead it into the Gunverse, yeah. which they should have done. And they didn't. And they yes. dropped the ball.
0: Very much so. Um, so, I told you there were a couple parts where he, he, the person, well, they, the person took me out of the movie. Mm -hmm. Did you have any of those moments? And then I'll tell you what those moments were for me.
1: I just didn't enjoy him at all. And then that's what's so funny is I really enjoyed him in justice league. Yeah. I I thought he was great. Um, but in this just over, it just didn't work. His look didn't work. It's just his physical appearance, just I yeah. don't know what it was. It was just a little bit different than Justice League. Um, he so, doesn't really match the Barry Allen character. I've been reading a little bit of the um, you know, uh, not uh, rebirth, you know, I've been yeah. reading some of the, the, the Barry Allen stuff, and that's why I think I'm a Wally West fan more than I'm a Barry Allen fan. Barry Allen's very dry, he's a yeah. very dry character where, where Wally is. Wally's amazing, uh, and and then the fact that well, there's two different Wally's. Yeah, I mean our Wally from when we were kids.
3: Yes, the original <laughs> Wally.
1: Tr- original Wally, correct. Yeah, and I don't really have a lot of problems with new Wally because it's got that that Miles fl- flavor to it a little bit. Yeah, um, which that's cool. I don't have I'm I'm not you know anti new Wally. I just like what I like, and I prefer our original Wally over him. But you know, all you know, but Barry's just not intriguing. And but the problem is also. I loved Barry from the TV show. They yep. made him, but that wasn't Barry Allen. They, that was a different version of Barry Allen, and yes. he, but he was more redeeming and he had more characteristics that you were just, you know, drawn to, which is um, kind of
0: funny. Cause that's what Snyder did with Aquaman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, cause Aquaman's a very bland character as well. Yes. Um, in the comic, but so going, going Aqua bro was fun. It I liked Aqua. Hell, even the, the little teaser at the end where he was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's just laying in the puddle. I'm home, Barry. Whatever he says, I thought that was pretty funny. But no, as far as separating the art from the artist, uh, the parts that took you out of it, was there a specific one I can call back to? Not really, no. Uh, For me,
0: there was. And that was Barry going into other people's apartments, just walking through the wall. When Ezra Miller has been, or was, I guess, arrested for breaking into someone's house. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I didn't think about it like that.
0: Yeah. You can't put him doing that in the movie, then. Yeah. Because that that happened with the Snyder versus Barry and then the Flashpoint Barry. They both did that. Yeah. And I, I just saw that. And I'm like, that's kind of bad taste.
1: Yeah. yeah. Maybe they didn't think about it. I don't know. But I, I will say, as far as uh, he wasn't nude by any means, but we got his ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then Jen's just like, PG 13. I was like, I guess they get away with a lot more because that's terminator that's a terminator move right there and terminators are but it's are for other reasons but uh, you know
0: that's the shit full know, there, was a,
1: there was some humor in there there's a little bit of humor in a few scenes where jen goes this is exactly family friendly yeah and i go well it's not pg i get that what you're saying this is pg 13 then i go jen you're just getting older and you're just a lot more conservative than what you used to be <laughs> that's <laughs> all it is <laughs> i think you're getting more prudish as you get older which that happens that happens naturally it i does. get that um uh, especially with having kids. But yeah. uh, no, no I get what you're saying. that. That What was another thing that you, was that pretty much the only ones or was there another one that kind of, that happened?
0: Each time that happened and then yeah, him being naked in the street, I'm like, he doesn't have any of the Me Too stuff against him, but mm-hmm. with the issues he's had, that's pretty close.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that that, that was uncomfortable. That was just uncomfortable because it, it, it wasn't needed. Yeah. You know, just you didn't need to do it. But, Okay, because and I, I find it surprising because this director I've liked some of his other stuff. Yeah, um, I, I really liked his his It movies; they were great. Yeah. I really did. Um, but that I mean, it was a WB, so they they just kept W. He's a WB guy now, I guess, and they're yeah. just trying to keep it all in house. Because he's actually, I can't be- wait to get. I I think this is great that we're going to be able to relaunch, and I, I don't know if Gunn has talked about who. Are, What's the are we gonna get a new Justice League at some point? And at what how long down the how long down the road is that? Are we gonna go traditional Justice League? Are we going for a different kind of Justice League where we're gonna use characters that haven't been done in the Snyderverse? Are we getting a new flash? Are we gonna relaunch with a new flash? And how's that gonna look? Are we gonna do Wally or are you gonna do Barry? Yeah, maybe this is their chance to so go do Wally and make people like the Flash a little bit more. Yeah. I think Jay, the first thing I said to myself after watching the Flash was I think once was enough. I don't think this is one that I'll go back to maybe ever. I don't know. Uh, like Snyder's justice league. I can go back to that. I can, that's rewatchable for me a lot. And it's yeah. even easier. Like I think you've said, that's even easier to do because of how it was broken up. Yeah. And you can kind of go pick and choose which chapter you want to go to. Yeah. Um,
0: I felt like I needed to rewatch it because I enjoyed it more after like the initial viewing, but as I mm-hmm. sat on it, Yeah, I I I struggled with it more, so I'm like, I want to see, maybe watching it again will clarify some of this stuff for me, and Mm -hmm. it didn't. It's just, it's just a movie.
1: Yeah, no, and that's maybe I need to give it one more to see if it changes my mind at all. Uh, was Snyder involved at all besides maybe casting with the Supergirl casting? I don't. And of course, it's his Flash, I guess.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if he was on there as a producer or anything.
2: Yeah.
1: It, it, I think it was missing his touch, and I'm pro Snyder when it comes to the Justice League and the you know DC yeah. stuff. I'm like glad they put it out. Yeah, I'm glad they put it out because I was looking forward to it. I really was. I'm yeah. glad I didn't end up taking the family to see it in the theater. I, I we, we, we lucked out with that. I I've been left with, I need to let the kids watch it. They didn't want to. They just didn't want to sit down and watch it. Yeah, but uh, I don't. I'm not against them watching it by any means. I just go, we're done. And that's the end of the Snyder verse. And it kind of just. Okay. It felt like the X-Men movies a yeah. little bit. At least the versions we've got. We're just kind of, we made the last one and we're done. Yeah. You know,
0: well, we still got Aquaman two coming out from that universe. I, I'm going to have
1: the same feeling about that uh, yes. one. It's going to be a movie. Yeah. It's just a movie and it will ha- have no continuity to it. Um, yeah. Seeing, seeing, uh, you know, seeing, uh, Wonder Woman in it at the beginning, she's great. God, I hope they keep her around. She just personifies it now. That's yeah. who
0: that's who I see as Wonder Woman. And the way it sounds, it, it they're moving forward with Wonder Woman three, with her,
1: oh. but not with Jenkins involved. No. Yeah, they separated ways. Yeah. Like
0: so, what did you think about the final cameo of the movie? When, well, with
1: Aquaman was the very last one as well, far as the post credits.
0: When uh, Barry's dad gets acquitted. And Bruce calls him.
1: Oh, that cameo. As far as Clooney. Clooney, we didn't talk about Clooney. Yeah. Oh, I, was, I felt violated, Jay. I hated it so much. I, it was funny, but I was like, no, no. We pretend that doesn't exist. We don't talk about Clooney as Batman. It just doesn't exist.
0: Maybe, maybe that was their thought of redemption for him.
1: No, I was just like, oh, just, uh, uh. I, I'm actually, it, was funny. it was funny a yeah. little bit, but I just go, no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> we pretend this doesn't happen No,
0: <laughs> I'm back in the bad place.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. What a nod, though. I, like, it was. You know, I, I didn't see, I wasn't prepared to write it. I, I just wasn't prepared. I was not prepared. for. Yeah, it. I, didn't I was like expecting
0: it. Michael Keaton again.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or maybe going back to Affleck or or if they wanted to do right right by us i was, I was like jen I, was, I told jen i was like that should have been bailed that if that would have been bailed that would have been fucking cool i but
0: pretty sure they approached him ford and he said no
1: oh really yeah oh what an ass. god i guess enough time hasn't passed where he's a little bit more nostalgic about it
0: yeah when he gets to the harrison ford point like okay i'll come back and do star wars again
1: Something like that, yeah. but that's a long time, man. Yeah, I mean, Terrence was in his seventies, right? And like, Yeah. Bale's is Bale in his fifties now, I think. Probably. Yeah. Late forty. But it was. It was nothing. That would have been three hours on set at the most. Yeah. <laughs> Put on a suit, say what's up, Barry, and walk away. Yeah. And, and the fans would have been like, "Oh yeah," you know. Combine them somehow that way. So I am
0: surprised Clooney did it because he was always the one that like I killed the Batman franchise. Mm-hmm. And I think he regrets taking the role, but at least, it, yeah, it, I wasn't expecting it. It was, it was funny at the time.
1: I'm going to assume Affleck had a little to do with that. Maybe. but aren't they buddies? Uh, I don't know. Well, I guess him and Damon are buddies. More yeah. Than him and Affleck, but, uh, whatever. but
0: I mean, what other Batman could they pull in? Val Kilmer can't do it
1: that's what jen said just like well, well, well and they just go, i was like dude he's like a paraplegic he can't move yeah. <laughs> very well i don't know how bad because i mean in top gun he stood up he yeah, just, they, I, it was it was great how they um that his you know voice it wasn't yeah. really a voice having him type that was pretty smart for them to do it that way um, yeah
0: i don't know like physically what his restrictions are but i know he can't but, talk
1: Okay, so, which I don't know how they could have done
0: that, but it would just look a little too odd, I think. Yeah. <laughs> C um, CG uh, Adam West in there? Possibly can get away well.
1: Well, and that's the whole thing as far as now with all you know with what the strike's based on. You have yeah. to go with the with the CGI AI version of old you know actors that have passed away, and then their estates can they get away with that? You know, like yeah. people, what can they get away with now? Yeah, it's uh. Very interesting. Uh, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I was like, no, no, I feel dirty. No, I need a shower. <laughs> I did not like that at all.
0: Well, see, we've slowly been working through all the Batman movies. And so yeah. we're, we're at Batman forever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can sit through watching uh, Clooney do it again. Because that was so bad.
1: Well no, Batman Forever, you that's Valkyrie. Are you finished Batman Forever? Next up is, is Batman and Robin.
0: No, I'm already just dreading Batman and Robin that much.
1: Oh, that's how much you're dreading it? Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna be fun. <laughs> it won't be fun at all. No. Just get really drunk. No, no kidding.
0: <laughs> so <sighs>
1: Well, well, did you, did you have any topics besides <laughs> I, I kind of threw you off guard with the football talk and the, uh, and getting the flash at you. That's usually we save that for homework, but yeah,
0: not, not really. Um, there was uh, a wrestling pay-per-view over the weekend and there was some more backstage drama with AEW.
1: Okay. Which, what before you get to that, right. I did some, uh, I did, well, Peacock has the WWE like sub channel. Yeah. It, and, uh, they did tributes to Bray Wyatt. Oh yeah. And there's a lot of talk about that, you know, throughout the internets, we'll say that. And then, uh, someone brought them up and I was like, man, it's a shame that I missed out on. I, I think, I don't know about you, but I know for sure there was that air. I, I, I don't remember what they were calling it. It wasn't the attitude error. There was something past the attitude error that they were calling it. And, because we, we, we made it, at least I did, I made it through the Attitude Era. Yeah. But after that dropped off, we missed the Triple H, Um. you know, with Bautista and Orton. Yeah. I missed all the Orton Evolution. stuff. I didn't live through, I didn't get to experience, you know, Cena, getting as big as Cena did. Yeah. Uh, missed out on a bunch of fun angle stuff, apparently. Didn't get to live through the Brock Lesnar stuff. Yeah. Which would have been fun. I guess I just missed out on, and Becky Lynch, didn't get to see Becky Lynch blow up the way she did. Yeah. I, there's just so much I missed, but I always remember telling you that you know I know I was never watching WWE religiously, but anytime I caught a clip here and there, that was the guy Bray Wyatt was the guy that intrigued me a lot because yes. his storylines were cinematic. Yeah, as they far were- as the do, doing it from a cult standpoint, you know, let me in with the Fireflies. Yes, which, I'm, it's funny. Which came first, the Bray Wyatt Fireflies, or he ripped that off of Last of Us with them using Fireflies as they're calling for their their uh, revolution. Um, But the way the stadium got reminded me of the Undertaker, all the lights going off, oh, yeah. putting all their cell phones, and just being really quiet. I mean, um, even before then, the even before the Fiend
0: stuff, when he was, they yeah. had the Wyatt family. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, that stuff was, it was pretty cool. Like I didn't watch religiously, but there were guys I would follow, and he was one of them.
1: Yeah, and well, then you know, that's what made him so impressive was he was able to reinvent himself after the Wyatt family stuff. Yeah, got kind of stale, I guess. Yeah. Flipping over to the Firefly Funhouse yes. and doing that, it was, there was always that horror element that I think he was really into, and he just played to that, and it fit his, you know, fit his personality perfectly. I guess.
0: Uh, I always wanted him to move over to AEW and um, between his WWE stints, because he would have mm-hmm. been the perfect guy to take over uh, the Dark Order from uh, Brody.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that would have made sense. Yeah, yeah. it would have made a lot of sense. Just and the, and the Fiend stuff was just at the time when that first was coming out, that was just cool. I thought it was really, really cool. But the stuff that they put out, you know, as far as looking back at it, I think, man, the COVID stuff where the fans were on the TV screens outside yeah. the ring, they're just pumping in fan noise. Yeah. It's not wrestling is not the same unless you have a live crowd, right? It, it has to be a live crowd there at the stadium or the arena or whatever. Yeah. Because then they, the next thing that rolled after I watched all the Bray Wyatt stuff was they put out there like the top 20, you know, fan pops or reactions, yeah. you know, whatever the term, it's called pops or yeah. that's what it's called for the terminology. It's so fun. It's so electric when they do that. Oh, it's, yeah. It's great because, you know, when wrestlers come back from injuries, you know, those those get great reactions. The runouts, you know, and like when Steve Austin run out, when uh, Rock was fighting, uh, mankind and, yeah. and just, Oh, just, it was great. All that stuff. So great. Yeah. Uh, but, okay. But I was like, when do we get our dark side of the ring episode for Bray Wyatt? Cause 36 years old, I think is how, he, how old he was.
0: Yeah. And it was a heart attack, um, yeah. tied to COVID earlier in the year.
1: Well, but I thought, no, I thought they said something about pills were involved too. no, no, what no. Was, so the story
0: yeah. was he got COVID earlier in the year, which caused heart problems. Mm-hmm. Um, he was supposed to have a defibrillator on him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah and, he, yeah. and he didn't, he didn't have it on when he passed. So they don't, I, even, I, I, they I don't even know, even know if he was wearing car. it.
1: I mean, it was still in the car or something like yeah, that. So it was sitting doing? in his car. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah. What a shame. 36. It's these wrestlers, man, they go young. They yeah. go way young. So young. And they all have these problems. Just, it's crazy how it works for them. Yeah. yeah. And yet we still have Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> how does that happen? I don't know. <laughs> um, they, but no, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut you. I just no. thought it was interesting with the Bray Wyatt stuff. That guy, that guy was, he was smart. Yeah. That guy, had he maybe almost Raven esque in regards to just knowing how to put on a cinematic, you know, yeah. Little different, horror themed wrestler
0: here you go do you know who his dad was which one bray wyatt
1: bray wyatt uh no i don't remember who his dad was no.
0: you remember irs yeah that's his dad
1: erwin r schneider yes <laughs> it was his dad i did not know that yes. wow
0: yeah he's got they don't a big... look
1: alike at all either no i didn't see a resemblance there at all
0: uh he, they've like big time wrestling family like one of his uncles wrestled his brother was part of oh. uh was uncle howdy and the latest run so yeah,
1: hmm. interesting. Yeah. No, I did not know that. Not,
2: family business. Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
0: So the AEW pay per view, uh, the House of Black played paid tribute to him. They came oh, out. They, did. Okay. they came out. Like, I mean, they always come out in the in the dark, but they had the Fireflies, mm-hmm. uh, and okay. Buddy Matthews pulled out the lantern and held uh, it up, and yeah. as they started to walk down the ring, they set it down and left it there. Oh well. Wow.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. It's cool that AEW lets them do stuff like that. Oh yeah. I, I don't think. Vince is not in charge of WWE anymore. He's not. And then, he, no, he's he, I think he's CEO again. No, oh, they put him back in charge. Well, okay, yeah,
0: when there. the um purchase happened with Endeavor, he got put back in charge. Triple mm-hmm. H is in theory in charge of creative, but okay. Vince is still there and still, okay. Vince still is- Vince. Because
1: I don't think as Khan has shown, he has no problems crossing universes. Yeah, you know, yep. he's like, let's do it. It's better for wrestling as a whole, right? Yeah. Um, but competition's needing because when you have competition, it makes each other's products better. Yeah, because it forces them to, you know, that they, one-upsmanship, right? They push each other. Yeah. Correct. Um. I. I would. I. I just wish WWE would do it more on their side of things. You know, recognize AEW exists. Recognize yeah. that it's good. Have your wrestlers you know, c- cross-compete. Let's do a big pay-per-view. You got WrestleMania? Well, let's do Universal Mania or something like that where AEW versus WWE. Yes. Yeah. Why not? It's money. It's so much money to be made there. I, I know they'll never do it. but Yeah. Um, anyway.
0: it, it's interesting, though, because Tony is more open to it. and mm-hmm. uh, I don't remember what it was. They were doing tribute videos or something, maybe for a, a retirement. I don't remember but they let uh Brian Danielson and I think Chris Jericho record him and they played him on raw. Mm. Okay. So Okay. But also so going back to the AEW pay-per-view,
1: mm-hmm.
0: CM Punk and Jungle Boy Jack Perry got into it backstage.
1: Yeah, and I think you didn't you post something about about using real glass in the, in the yeah. Thing? So mm-hmm.
0: Basically, since CM Punk has been back from his last suspension from a year ago, uh, mm-hmm. they pretty much gave him a show. He had, He's part of creative on it. Um, he's considered a leader. And he also can say who's there on Saturday nights. So he he put Jack Perry on the band list because Jack was recording something and they were going to use real glass. Mm-hmm. And the higher-ups, Tony Schiavone um was one of them went to Jungle Boy and said let's use fake glass we don't want to we don't want to do this mm-hmm. um he said no he wasn't he was still going to do the real glass so they asked CM Punk to talk to him cuz they've i think they've worked together in the past but um it led to a verbal confrontation between the two of them um and then him getting banned from collision for the most part mm. so at the pay-per-view on Sunday, he's wrestling hook in the wrestling on top of a limo. And as he's about to put, well, as they're about to go through the windshield, mm-hmm. he looks at the camera and goes, look, real glass. Cry me a river.
2: <laughs> punk hears oh, man. it.
0: Punk's supposed to wrestle the first match of the pay-per-view. And this was on the pre-show. Oh, okay. so punk is back there at, in the tunnel getting ready and they get in each other's faces. Uh, Punk pushes him. Uh, Jack pushes him back um, to de-escalate the situation. CM Punk throws him in a chokehold. Um, so, yeah, they get separated. CM Punk says he hates this place. He wants to quit. Uh, they calm him down. He uh, goes out and wrestles his match. And then he's in the locker. He's in the trainer room afterwards. And Miro comes in. Mm -hmm. and they're good friends. They're joking around. Someone overhears it. Um, Basically, Miro's like, oh, you're back here, and Punk's like, yeah, you want to make something of it? You want to go outside? And they start laughing. Someone doesn't hear the laughing, and Mm -hmm. they run to the dirt sheets and say, Mm -hmm. Miro and Punk get into it and threaten to go outside to deal with it. Oh, my God. So, but... Uh, Jack Perry, CM Punk, both suspended.
1: Is CM Punk just getting to the point where he's not worth it anymore?
0: I don't know. Um, David Zasloff's a big fan of his. That's part of the okay. reason they did this Saturday night show is so they could have him on
1: it. Okay, so I'm sorry. What was the Friday night show again? I always forget. Rampage. Dynamite. Oh, no, Dynamite. No, it's called Rampage. Dynamite. Dynamite. So Dynamite. Dynamite today. Rampage. And now there's, a, there's three shows now. Yeah,
0: collision. But they got rid of the dark shows that were on YouTube.
1: Oh, they don't do those anymore.
0: No. Okay. And so basically now, it's
1: now based on that, had they cut down their roster?
0: No. But a lot of the guys that are on collision, they're not strictly collision, but that's typically where they show up. Oh, okay. And it's usually it's a lot of the guys that CM Punk gets along with. So Powerhouse Hobbs, FTR. Mm-hmm. Um, um
1: so is that an hour show or is it a long it, It's a two hour show. show. So Wow. So, on, <laughs> so the, you're talking when, about five hours of wrestling a week to try to keep up with
0: uh, plus ring of honor. Cause they tape that with collision. So it, Wednesday night you go, you watch dynamite and they tape rampage. Yeah. You go on Saturday yeah. night, they do collision and they tape ring of honor.
1: Wow. That's a lot to keep up with, but you do it somehow. I just, I can't keep up with it.
0: Yeah. It's mostly on the background. I just yeah. follow the stories because mm-hmm. man, Better than you, Bebe is just incredible to watch.
1: I'm a fan. I've been. I watched all the YouTube stuff that you sent me. That's a great. That's a great combination. But I'm going. I'm going to assume at the pay per view they didn't. They neither one betrayed each other or whatever. Nope. They right. won the Ring of Honor tag team belts in the pre show. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it was a pretty clean match. There were numerous times where they were going to turn on each other, but they didn't hmm so they're
1: just, cheesing, just dragging this thing out because fans are enjoying because it, oh, it's yeah. the odd couple it's it's an odd couple thing is all it really is because it's, it's one that's not a douchebag and one that is Yeah. <laughs> and, they're, and they're getting along
0: well and they've been pulling in some other groups that Adam Cole's worked with in the past the Kingdom and then Roderick Strong mm-hmm. who was with them in NXT and I, they're setting up those guys getting into it with Cole and MJF and I think Cole's going to turn and become the heel MJF's going to mm. be the face and he's going to go with the kingdom and Roderick
1: mm, interesting very yeah. interesting so what about my boy Osprey have they signed him to a contract yet
0: no he's still under contract with New Japan for six more months
1: okay and after that that's when he comes over and probably just
0: dominates probably because I- he was on the pay-per-view too and
1: I figure he's they, on everything that's big. It's just that that dude's the best wrestler I've yeah. he's one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen. That guy's he's unbelievable. He had a
0: match with Jericho and they said this could be the the Jericho five star match because he he carried him, but Jericho looked decent in it too.
1: Okay. Well, as decent as can be. He just looks rough. Everything he he he's just getting it's it's time to be done. <laughs> it's time for him to be done. Yeah. And yeah. Says,
0: and it's frustrating because you see him, you see the Hardy's, you see Sting. I'm like yeah. there's so many good young guys that could use the space, but yeah. they're pairing them up with people. So Jericho yeah. with Sammy,
1: Sting with Darby. Um, oh God, that's still a thing. Sting and Darby are still a thing. Yeah. Um, I don't. I I I like Darby, but I'm just done. I'm done with this. I think it's time. It, it's getting stale. It, yeah. As it as it does with characters, you know. Even you know. They've, the undertaker undertaker had to reinvent and then go back you know stuff like that it gets stale after a while
0: they've got him working with swerve right now though and swerve is a great heel
1: oh yeah oh so, yeah swerve's yeah i enjoy swerve How, and then what's uh oh god who was swerve's partner what's keith his name? lee
0: uh, yeah how's he doing he's had some health issues he hasn't been doing much he was just on rampage in a squash match yeah they never really resolved the whole swerve keith lee drama
1: <laughs> and then what about moxie
0: uh he's still bleeding every match. They had uh,
1: it's been, and that's getting stale too. That it, whole box, box is. is getting
0: stale. Um, he's with uh, Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. Mm. Um, Brian Danielson's out because he broke his arm. Oh yeah. Um, but they've been taking on best friends in the Lucha Brothers. Okay. And there have been some crazy, no hold barred matches between those guys that have been pretty yeah. good.
1: Yeah, and Well, as far as Jack Perry, is he still doing the Jungle Boy thing? Has he dropped
0: that persona? He's dropped that persona, and he's a heel right now. Okay, he's he's just Jack Perry? Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, that that needed to go. It was getting... Yeah. It's played out.
0: Especially when Luchasaurus isn't with him anymore, and he's kind of doing his own thing. But Christian Cage was on last week. Um, He's kind of in the Swerve, Darby Allin thing, siding with Swerve. Okay. They brought this kid in, Nick Wayne. Uh, his dad was a big time wrestling school guy who okay. passed away and Christian came out and started saying, so I hear you've lost your father too.
1: <laughs> that dude is a savage. He, that dude is a
0: savage. He's going to go after every uh, fatherless kid in the company.
1: <laughs> but just wait till he takes on Batman. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, uh, let's see what else is there that's been pretty good. Uh, uh, FTR took on the Bucks in the pay-per-view, which was supposed to be a, another great match. And now they're teaming mm-hmm. up to take on, uh, Jay White, Juice Robinson, and the, the gun boys. Okay. Who who are going by bullet cold, bullet club gold.
1: So is bullet club no longer in the elite? Is that no longer? Or well, no, the elite's
0: or... still there. Okay. They have bullet club gold here. What's they his have... name?
1: Uh, Omega. Is Omega still? He's still no part of the elite. Here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, it seems like they're not they're not the front page stuff anymore. You know, they're the prime card spots, top card, whatever you want to use what terminology. Yeah, they're yeah, just the main card. I main, yeah, they're not main card anymore, or, or are they? And I'm just not since I'm not watching, I'm not seeing it. Uh, no, they rotate pretty pretty well through on main card stuff. Okay. Fair.
0: So, like main okay. the, the main card last night was Orange Cassidy versus Penta for the international championship.
1: And Norwich Kansas he's still doing his, his stick, I guess. Oh yes.
0: That'll never get old.
1: <laughs> anyway, that one that one will last. I think that one will last. I, I think that's okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean like the Moxley stuff. I was getting bored with that. Yeah. But like you said, because there's so many young guys that just need some more time. Because yeah. we've seen what well, Moxley does.
0: I think Moxley's good for the company. He's mm-hmm. he's a company guy. He's moved a little more to producing matches and okay. working with young guys. But yeah. Seeing the the image that came from the pay-per-view was he pulled out wooden skewers, like kebab skewers, oh. and he was going to start slamming them into Pinta's head. But Pinta reversed them, got them, and slammed them into his head. And you see him stand up, and they're just sticking out of his head.
1: <laughs> different, I, different take on Pinhead?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I cringe at some of that stuff, though.
2: Yeah
1: so all right man well uh let's 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 uh phase into homework here real quick though okay. yeah. yeah we've caught up on all that stuff it's it's been a minute with Rustin, but i just thought the bray wyatt stuff that that that's a shame yeah and then, and then terry funk too i guess he passed right yeah a couple days before that yeah which the funk family it just feels like there's always a funk member around you know um that, i don't think they're actual
0: members though i think they just use the name no.
1: oh that's what they're doing okay yeah gotcha well, that, that's a shame, but yeah. I mean, he lasted a lot longer. I mean, he was old. <laughs> he was. He got life. So I don't,
0: and I don't know how he did. Cause man, the, some of those hardcore matches he was doing.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, he was back in ECW back in the heyday and he, he had been doing the hardcore stuff before that even.
1: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So how much homework do you got? Did you watch a whole bunch or I, I got know, a few anything? things,
0: not a whole lot. Okay. I'll start with the big one though. Um, uh, mutant mayhem the ninja turtles
1: oh that's right you did go see that and you saw it in the theater saw it in of the course because it's not out yet so yes. yeah um because that's nickelodeon right i'm trying to think of what that will end up on when it comes streaming time Ooh. I Guess i don't know stars maybe, Ma- maybe I, yeah, I, know I have no clue I'm trying to think what they're under maybe paramount I yeah mean, maybe that's paramount or something like that but regardless sorry um uh, what'd you think oh i loved it um
0: it wasn't your traditional take on the turtles. It changed some of the origin story.
1: I don't know but if it, I like that. But I don't it, know right. if I like it already. <laughs> it, it worked. Okay, it works. Okay.
0: Uh, voice cast was amazing. Mm-hmm. Having them be actual teenagers was a good change.
1: Okay, at least it's different. It's yes. not the same old same old. So okay, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, it was just a lot of fun. It had yeah. it had that into the Spider Verse kind of feel mm-hmm.
1: from the animation. The, I, I guess for because of because the, the animation itself, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. But it wasn't Spider Verse level, but it was close. Nice. I really enjoyed it.
1: Cool. I can't. I can't wait. Yeah. I like. I told you. I wanted. We got that big turtles discussion last time. Yeah. I want to see it. I just got to wait for it to come out.
0: Yeah. So then, um, I got Renfield from the library.
1: Okay. I I couldn't make it through it. You couldn't. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I like the Nick Cage stuff. The Nick Cage stuff was awesome. Yeah, but other than that, I just couldn't make it through it. I just turned it off. I was like, I'm, just, I'm, I don't know if it was because I was bored. It just, just wasn't landing with me. I don't know what it was, but it just wasn't for me. It was definitely a different take on
0: Dracula, being said sure. in the modern world. So that's probably why I liked it. I like that offbeat stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought Nicholas Holt did really well.
1: I, I've always liked him. I think he's yeah. a great actor. I'm, I'm not anti Holt. And again, everything, I, all signed. Sh- horror related horror comedy Two act two main actors that I like both of them. Yeah. I just don't know what it was, man. I just couldn't get on board with it. It was a
0: little slow at times, but I, no, I agree with that. It, it was fun.
1: It, it's different. And we, and yeah. how many times can you do Dracula? You know, you got to try something different. So I get, I totally get it.
0: Yeah. Um, I watched the, the outlaws with, uh, Adam divine. It's a the comedy was- on Netflix.
2: Okay. Worth
1: it's, worth my time. Eh. Oh, okay. Never I mind. I mean, I was gonna write it down. I'm not. <laughs>
0: it's, it's an Adam Devine comedy.
1: Yeah. You so, know what I, my favorite thing about Adam Divine right now is the, the it's either what the GIF or the meme or what whatever it is where he's I'm it's from Back with Workaholics I guess. Yeah. I almost died. Have you seen him cry about that? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny when <laughs> people just apply it to different things online.
2: Yeah. Oh so, my god.
0: The the gist of the story is he's getting married. Um, he's never met his fiance's family. They're never around, but they send a letter. They're coming to the wedding. The I don't remember who played the mom, but the dad is played by Pierce Brosnan.
1: Ah, interesting. Okay.
0: So he's a bank manager, and they're bank robbers. Ah,
1: okay. All right. So I mean, it, it <laughs> sounds was like a bad, it sounds like a not a bad background movie. No,
0: no, okay. it, it was fun. There was parts. Well, there was it, did you
1: laugh out loud at all? A few times. Okay. Well, okay, that's good.
0: Yeah. Um. Then we watched Hidden Strike. It's with Jackie Chan and John Cena.
1: And this is a newer one too, yes. too, because yeah, because oh, wow, okay, I think I've seen a preview for this. Yeah, where, it's on, it's on this Netflix. This one where, is John Cena talking smack to people in this one? Yes, like he's insulting them. Okay, yes. I think I've seen a clip of it. Okay,
0: he, he's a mercenary. I think in the, it's like a dystopian Middle East, um, okay. and there's a, people are fighting over oil. Okay. And the Chinese government has this installation set up, and this group is trying to take it over. John Cena was originally hired as a mercenary for them. Once he did his part and didn't get paid by the guy he knows that was running it all, uh, he he goes after him with Jackie Chan, who's trying to recover the soul and stuff. Okay.
2: All right. Pretty, and it's, Jackie, it's, you
0: know, how's he holding up? Yeah, not bad.
1: Okay.
0: I mean, he doesn't do much American film anymore, so it was okay. fun seeing him in something. Um yeah. it was it was okay. The kids enjoyed it. Um John Cena was funny. And I don't don't really know much else I could say okay. about it. It, right. it it was pretty uh formulaic.
3: Yeah.
0: So, um and then the last thing I watched, I sat down and watched all of Secret Invasion.
1: Okay. I did. I I ramped it back up. I mm-hmm. think I'm through four episodes yeah, yeah. and it's like any other Marvel show where it's just slow. Mm-hmm. I'm not liking Amelia Clark. I think she's awful in it. Uh, Samuel Jackson's fine. Yeah. Is it Ben Mindelson? Mendel- Mendel- yeah. Is that his name? Ben yeah. Benedict. He's Achilles. great. I think he's, 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 he's doing great. Yeah. He's doing great work. I just, Will this be impactful in the bigger picture of the MCU? Having made
0: it through it, I don't know. I don't. I don't see. I don't see them going anywhere with it.
1: Oh gosh, what a shame! What a damn shame!
0: There, there's definitely some plot threads that they could move forward with. I just don't see them sure. doing
1: it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, very interesting. But okay. we can talk about well, it more. When it, so I'm it. still. I think I'm going to. power through. Yeah. I, I think I'm okay enough to the point where I think it's only eight, eight episodes, right? Uh no, I think it's six. Oh, so I got only two more left. Yeah. Oh wow. So okay. Easy yeah. to get through. Okay.
0: Yeah. We'll 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 talk about it next week.
1: Okay. If I can yeah, I yeah. Gotta see if I can power through.
0: Okay. Right. Um and then let's see, I read a book called Old Man's War. It's a sci fi series. I think I mentioned I was starting it. I flew through it. It was really good. Okay. Um, the
1: is there a pro uh, a, a property or a, a project movie wise that's being is being produced based on it or something? Not that I know of. They should
0: be. Okay. So basically, um, it's a dystopian future. Um, a European country that was not an ally of America um, has been able to colonize off planet, and only their citizens can go or if you volunteer with the company that's working with them to be in the military, to protect the colonies. Okay. They only, they only recruit people though, that are 75 years old.
1: Three book series or something like that. I think I remember you saying, I've got three books. I think there's four. Oh, okay. And you, you've read all three so far. No,
0: I I just read the first
1: one. Oh, just the first one. Sorry. Okay.
0: So, because I, I think it was supposed to be a standalone thing, and when people kind of liked it, he kept going with it. Okay. And Did you pick up the silo books? I picked up the first one.
1: Okay. How many of those are there? Do you know?
0: I think there's three. Okay. I, I, I want to read that before I watch it.
1: I was hoping you get around to watching it. It's so good. I'm still a big fan of that one. Yeah.
0: The, I've heard nothing but good things about it.
1: Although um, Apple has something, I think it's called Invasion. Have you checked that one out yet? No. I need, I need, actually, I think that's the one with Lee Pace in it. I've heard he's really good in it. Okay. So I want to get around to watching that at some point. I think it's called that. Yeah. I think it's what's it's called Apple. Apple has a lot of. They're yeah. starting to ramp up there. How much this is getting too much? I like what I liked about Apple was they were pretty. They had stuff, but there just wasn't so much that became overwhelming to get through a lot of their stuff. It, it, it was quality
0: like, over quantity.
1: Exactly. And that's what I'm worrying about. Now we're ramping up some quantity. or. Quantity. And yeah. I don't know if we're losing quality
0: yet. So. Yeah. Um, okay. And then I had two graphic novels I've knocked out. Uh, the first one was Little Monsters, Jeff Lemire image series.
1: Ooh. Okay. So, how many is it? And how many graph, How many is that? Is it there, a, how many
0: trades? There's only one out that I know of. Um, is it ongoing? I don't know. I never really looked into it. I know there's okay. a couple more issues that came out since the the graphic novel the the trade mm-hmm. I read, but I don't know how many. So. Um, in the future, humanity is pretty much wiped down and you're left with a group of kid vampires. Ooh, okay. Yeah.
1: Don't tell me anymore. Don't tell I don't want to know anymore. Uh, I don't want any to right. know anymore. Don't, don't ruin it because I think you're going to ruin it if you give me too much more synopsis than that. That no, sounds I, fun.
0: I wasn't going to give you too much more. So, okay. But yeah. Did you like it? I did like it. Okay. Cool. I'd like to keep reading it if it's still going.
1: Did you have you been diving into any of that? Uh, damn it. What's sweet? Not sweet tooth, but um, the one he just came out yeah. with. Uh, fish I, flies, I think it's what it's called fish yeah. flies? no I haven't
0: okay. I, actually on my pack my uh, stack of floppies okay that's near the top the free comic okay. book day so gotcha
1: it, oh the free comic book day there's barely anything there you're yeah. not gonna get anything from that it, it'll take you like three seconds to get through it yeah <laughs> he didn't give us very much yeah other than yeah. it looks cool it's his art it's his style I'm down I'll, I'll you know he's getting up there with Millar for me where I think I you know how you have certain writers that you want to get pretty much everything they've ever produced. He's yep. getting I think he's pretty much almost there for me. Yeah. Oh although did hey did I give you all your um black hammer stuff back? I think I gave you the one I read back. Do I still have some of your I yours? think you might still have some. I have to go find them then. Yeah. <laughs> There's somewhere in the house.
0: All right. And then the last one I read, um, I've been slowly working through Die by Kieran Gillian.
1: Yeah. We've talked about that. I don't, yeah, think, I, don't I know what I'm gonna give. Is it it sounds like you enjoyed the first little bit that you read. So is I, it still is it still worth your time?
0: All right. So my problem with Gillian at this point is on his creator own stuff, it starts out strong, the middle drags and then it's got a good ending. Okay. So I'm on the last trade. I I like where it's headed. It's okay. basically exactly like that. Like Wicked and Divine was the same way.
1: All right. Which I'm glad we've mentioned some of that stuff. So here are are you are you good with what you got? Yeah. All right, because mine's going to take a little time. You still got some good time to go? Yeah. Otherwise, I'll, I'll fly through them, but here. Let's see. All right, from a movie standpoint, mm. Knock at the Cabin. Okay. M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. Awful. He's becoming so hit and miss, I guess, is the way to put it. Bautista was great, though. Yeah. He was great. I lo- I enjoyed his performance. And apparently, it's based off a book. And I think it'd be a book you'd like a lot.
3: Okay.
1: So check out the book, maybe. That's okay. the way I think I'll tell you to do. And I don't even think it's called Knock at the Cabin. It's it's, it's something similar to that, but it's not. The, the the name isn't verbatim. Okay. And I watched some YouTube reviewers just because I'm like, okay, Knock at the Cabin explained. Tell me what I missed. Because usually when I, I get a movie like that, that I want to think about or I want to go, what is it that I hated about this that other people might have liked about it? And I watched some girl explain it, and she was basically just read the book <laughs> because the, the movie did, was not by any means, uh, it, it, they used it as an outline. They hit on the big parts pretty well, but you, the, the minor details of the book make a bigger difference Yeah, uh, to make it more enjoyable is the way I kind of interpreted that. So I, I'd say read the book. If you like the book, then check out the movie. And if you okay. want to talk about the movie at, at that point, by all means, but, okay. um, I'd say don't buy the book. Just see if the library has it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, okay. And I've been listening to a lot of uh, Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. Yeah. Inside of you. His interviews are great. They He's are. really good at what he does. Um, I, I listened to the one, which you you still have not watched the miniseries yet. It's on Apple. I don't think. The Blackbird one with uh, Taron Egerton in it.
0: Yeah. I haven't seen it yet
1: the main villain in that one mm. is who he had on recently. Yeah. His name's like Paul. It's like Paul something. It's a three, he's a three name guy. Oh, um, <laughs> podcast, like Paul sorry, Hauser. Yes. He's a, uh, he's also Richard Jewell. I don't know if you
0: ever watched a Jewel. He's also, uh, uh, in Cobra Kai. I can't think of his name. Yes, he is. The he's a Cobra guy. Kai
1: as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he is. He's great. That guy's that guy's, he's going to win an Oscar someday. Um, he he Rosenbaum was amazing. look, re- just listen to the podcast, it was great, so good. And so, since I was kind of on a Rosenbaum, uh, you know, just listen to the podcast, uh, yeah. he, he was in a movie that I found just scrolling through Amazon, I think is what it was. He yeah. was in a movie like, since he was in it, I was like, ah, you know, give some love to Rosenbaum. And he's not even the main actor. Uh, it's a movie called Neighbor, and it's with uh, I think his the main actor is Michael Fincher's, his name or something like that. He's a hmm. uh, Dark Knight, the banker. That goes. Do you know who you're stealing from? Right, that guy. He's just in everything, right? He's One of those character actors, which I love him. I think he's great. He's one of those that when he's when they do the in memoriam for the Oscars some year, we'll we'll see him and go, that guy was really good. Yes. No one will ever know his name. Yeah. Kind of guy. The movie's not that great, um, but Rosenbaum was good in it, and it had a premise of being really good. It had it had the great setup of being a, a really good thriller. It just fell flat. It just fell flat. Yeah. But I, I like those two actors, and it's an interesting premise. Yeah. Um. Background, background movie. Okay. At the, at the most. Okay. The next one I liked a lot. Okay. It was one of those that no one will ever hear of. I don't know how I ran into it. Probably just because the algorithm saw that I watched something and yeah. it's recommended or something like that on Amazon. I think this one's on Prime. A movie called Chained. Vincent D'Onofrio's in it. Okay. Vincent D'Onofrio is a treasure. <laughs> this guy was—he's so good. He is as a kingpin, right? I love him as a yep. kingpin. God, he was good in this. It's a, it's a thr- It's the thriller, I guess, is what you'd call it. Um, some of the materials hard to watch. Yeah, uh, it's it's serial killer related. Okay. Um, but he was good. He was good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I don't think you're gonna like it too much. But if it, again, background for you, definitely yeah. a decent background movie. Okay. Um. Something's wrong with the children. Started off awesome. Mm-hmm. Middle was even better. Yeah, fell flat at the end. Oh, Couldn't no. pull off the ending. My biggest takeaway from this was that I, I I don't know if you're as big of a Friday Night Lights guy as I am, the TV show. Yeah, where I re- rewatched the series a couple of times. Uh, Matt Saracen. I don't know if you remember that character. Mm-mm. He was he was he was uh the main quarterback character. No, okay. well, I don't call him main quarterback character, but he's one of the bigger characters in the show. Yeah. But I go Saracen's in it. I'm watching it because I love Saracen. Yeah. He was really good in it. That's not his real name, by the way. I can't remember what his real name is. <laughs> but uh, it was okay. It was okay. A little weird. A uh, little sci-fi too. So that's why I think you might like it. Yeah. A little bit. Um, motherly. Another good suspense movie. I like this one it's one was quick to get through too. And it has a little bit of a twist. So I thought that'd be worth your time. Uh, movie called the dare. Don't remember if this was Netflix or prime Hmm. messed up movie. Yeah. Messed up. Very messed up. Um, don't know if you like it. Uh, let's see. Oh, this one I liked a lot, (laughs) but that's because I have my, my weird, uh, Infatuation with home invasion just because I'm so scared of home invasion. Yeah, (laughs) it's another home invasion movie. It's called Home Sweet Home. Cool little twist at the end.
0: Okay,
1: Uh, quick to get through. I don't know if you ever get in one of those dark. I think maybe I was in a dark mood these past couple weeks. I was watching a lot of dark movies. Yeah, really. They aren't horror. They're not really horror related. More suspense. But uh, Uh that one was good. I liked it. Home Sweet Home was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Savage Nature was one I watched. I turned it off. It was garbage. It looked like a bad 80s movie. Uh, I usually like bad 80s movies look, look to a bad 80s movie that's not made back in the 80s. Yeah. Ugh, turned it off. It was horrible. And then Amazon Prime is pimping out this movie called Black Demon right now. Did you yeah. see this at all?
0: No, I haven't.
1: It's a shark movie. You know how much I love shark movies. Yes. Really big fan of shark movies. Yes. Turn this one off, dude. Oh, Turned it off. The graphics are god awful like this is sharknado bad graphics oh wow I kind of
2: it. yeah it's yeah. bad
1: it was bad uh the guy that's in it uh i think he's sweet home alabama guy I think okay he, he's ever been in i don't know his name he looks like a josh i think maybe his name is a josh something. i think it is
0: josh lucas i think
1: there you go okay i think that's right i think that's right he looks like a josh that's yes. what i know <laughs> but um the best thing i've watched this week the best yeah Because here's my review of this. And I'm going to say it like this. In all caps is what I wrote next to my notes here. Okay. Bonkers, underlined, exclamation point. This thing was bonkers. Okay. (laughs) It's a docu-series. So it's a true story Mm -hmm. called The Murdoch Murders on Netflix. Yeah. You got to watch it. Okay. It's ridiculous. You go, this can't be real. It can't be true. They're making this up. It ended, and you're like, "This can't be it. This can't be over. I need to know. I need to know more. I didn't know what's going on. Yeah, but it's happened so recently. It's not over yet, kind of thing. Ah, I could see maybe more coming out about the story. Jay, it's bonkers. <laughs> I don't know if I've sold you enough on this. All right, got to watch. It's put it on while you're working, kind okay. of thing. If you need to, might do but that. This to pay attention. You got to pay attention though. Okay. On a slow work day, because if you miss details, you're gonna be like, "Wait, what?" You can't miss details on this because there's so many threads of the main story where it started. Yeah, and you go, "This can't be real. It can't. I don't believe any of it." Yeah, but it is. (laughs) So the Murdaw Murders. Okay. Um, Wow. Just wow. So that's the best thing I've watched all week long. (laughs) Um, let's see. Uh, Book wise. I finally finished Heir to the Empire. Yes. Finally. So good. It is. So good. Um, Star Wars books can be good. Now, mind you, I did start to skim through and really just ignore the Leia stuff. Yeah. The Leia stuff in there bored me to tears, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but anything involving the Luke and Mara Jade stuff, that was I love that. Yep. That was the main reason to read the book. That was really good. Dead um, and Thrawn. Thrawn was so... God, is so... So cunning. So evil. Just, yes. He was a perfect replacement for the, for the emperor. He perfect was replacement. Why are we not? Why did we not use the books? <laughs> Just use them. They're there for a reason. I
0: know they, they
1: missed the boat on that one. Yeah. Um. I finally finished tower of Babel. Okay. Got around to reading that. The first whatever little stories before, like four or five issues, yeah. before you get to the whole reason why I was trying to read Tower of Babel, those yeah. were dumb. I'm yeah. not going to lie, I don't like that stuff.
0: I, I pulled little things out of them as I'm reading the the actual story, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, they could have done without a lot of it. Oh,
1: the Tower of Babel's so good. Yeah. So good. And just the fact to bring up the distrust they have for Bruce afterwards. Oh, yeah. But then again, you see Superman kind of like, he gets... He gets his point of view. He gets Batman's point of view. I just think he's like, he just went around, it, went about it the wrong way. Yes. But was there a right way to go about it? In a situation like that, I don't know if there is. But I think we missed a lot of context too. Because I guess there's a story arc that happened before this where they got taken, where the Justice League got taken over, I guess by, I think there's an animated version of what happened, I guess. Yeah. When they were brainwashed or whatever. Or maybe it was a Starro thing. Yeah. Where it's, Starro took over all those guys, you know, through what Starro does. I guess there's a story before Tower of Babel which would have made Tower of Babel make a lot more sense. Um, it's a great standalone story, regardless. It's yes. a really good story. Um, but I think it would have made the book even better if I would have seen what happened before that. Um, I'm going to save my best one for last. Yeah. Uh, I've read Flash Volume 2, Rebirth. It's okay. It, yeah. I'm just going to keep moving through Flash when I get time to it.
0: Yeah.
1: New Frontier. Yes. I thought you said you really liked it. I did. I'm not liking it very much. Really? Not yet. Yet. I'm not through okay. the whole thing. I haven't finished it. The interaction between Wonder Woman and Superman, I'm lo- I'm loving that. Yeah. Um. Seeing the, the pulpy artwork of like the 50s, 60s, maybe 40, 50, 60s, yeah. that pulpy look. I like the look of it. The, yes. the artwork is great. I'm really liking that. I just not, I'm not getting where the story's going yet. It, it
0: goes slow through the first volume. The ah, second volume picks. It up. picks okay.
1: I might need you to get that from the library for me. I don't think I can get a second volume from okay. my
0: library. Uh, it's up on the shelf, so.
1: Oh, oh you oh, you bought it. Okay. Yeah. Um okay. And the last one, which we talked about on text, which I need you to go and do a reread. I yeah. might make this a shelf book. Yeah. I should probably make his entire run a shelf. You know what I mean? Yep. I, I, he probably has earned it. Uh it's it's a who Do I want to use a Dan Slot type run from Spider Man but yeah. on Batman? Yep, because it's going to be looked at. I think we're still too soon, and what's it's crazy for me to say that because I think his ran his run began back in like 2011, I guess. But uh, Scott Snyder's Last Night on Earth, yes, Last Night on Earth is basically DC letting him have his goodbye to the character, yes, of Batman. You didn't seem to like it too much from what I took from your response to my text.
0: I I liked the story, but I was confused for a lot of it because okay. that was probably the first Snyder Batman book I read besides the year zero stuff or zero year, whatever it was.
1: Oh, see, and that's the so, thing. You got to do the whole. Yes. It's a, it's a bookend to a long run. We yes. both agree that his run was substantial yes. <laughs> on Batman and well earned. Yes, and it's turned Snyder and Capullo into a tagged uh, whatever you want to call them. They're they're a team that mm. will when we talk about a writer and an artist working together. Yeah, those two will be on the pantheon. Like if you were to do Mount Rushmore of writer artist they're on my Mount Rushmore together. Those yeah. two working together, is, I'm there. Yeah. Whatever they do together, give me the book. I'm going to read and you know I'm going to consume what they produce. Yeah. I gave it label of masterpiece. What a phenomenal ending. And he just, it it just read so well where you makes you question is what happened throughout his entire run. Was it real? Yeah. And then it's dystopian. It's very heady. It's, it's almost Morrison esque, And that's why I thought you would have loved it. Yeah. And I hate Morrison for the most part. Right. Yeah. But this is that type of Morrison where I go, Oh, this was good. This was really good. Yeah. um and it touches on things that happen in the run that you would need to know about,
0: yeah, and I think that was my issue. like I enjoyed yeah. it i don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. like looking back, like I don't remember really what happened, and I remember yeah. going through and I'm like, some of this is really weird, and I don't understand it, yeah, but I just went with it, so
1: yeah, it's very dystopian, yeah, um, and they're trying to do that on purpose yeah but then wow multiverse stuff that comes into play here yeah luther i mean he i mean he pulled on everybody uh it was uh, the whole almost the entire justice league is in there um wow just incredible incredible artwork incredible story yeah it's his it's his goodbye to batman but also it's the way it ends it goes batman will never end and yeah. it's what his yeah. way of sh- of showing you how Batman will never end yeah. and why he will never end and how the DC characters will never end and why they're important. Yeah. And I just go, man, well done, sir. Well done. I w- I was impressed. I like it a lot. And that's one of those. Is it a Dark night? Is it? It could be his Dark night. It could, but it's not. Court mm-hmm. of Owls is his. That's his baby. That's, oh That's yeah. his bread and butter right there. Court of Owls would be something that you know. He goes. If you ask him, hey, what book was it, or what? You know, what particular run is it that you think that will live on well past your years? Yeah. You know, when people look back at you as a DC writer, which is the one they'll point to, it'll be Court of Owls, obviously. Yeah. But uh, this one's a good one. Yeah. It was really yeah. good. So, and then I wanted to, before we finish, mm-hmm.
2: sorry.
1: So real quick. Though, but, picking that one up, this is what I was picking up. Yeah. I, if you ask me why did I, I was just there looking at other stuff and I just, it happened to be on the shelf. That's why I, that's why I read it. And, I want to see if you've heard of these or read them. I picked up, I haven't looked at these. I haven't read them, but I just want to know not drunk enough. No, never heard of this one. No. The reason I took it home with Mm. me was because the, the very first blurb on it. Yeah. Written by Jen van meter from hopeless savages. (laughs) was the name of the book. She wrote (laughs) Hopeless savages says, this is either the funniest, scary comic or the scariest, funny comic I've ever read. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I gotta check that out. I, that, so, just that alone makes me go, huh? Okay. Um, Robert Van Dede, Six Days, The Incredible Story of D Day's Lost Chapter.
3: No, I haven't seen that.
1: It, it seemed, it's a vertigo book. Yeah. Uh, military called it Operation Overlord. The world would come to know it as D Day, and for the paratroopers of the US 82nd Airborne Division, the moment they've been waiting for for the Allied invasion of Normandy and the final push to free Europe, not Nazi control had arrived. Then everything went wrong. That's why I'm like, okay, that sounds cool. Yeah. Another one of those tag teams we don't talk about a lot. Yeah. But Azzarello and Riso. Yep. From 100 Bullets fame. Moonshine. I think you've read this. Yes, I've read that. Gonna be worth my time. Yes. Nice. Nice. I thought thought it would. I thought you'd said something about it, but I just picked it up. Supernatural
0: Um, Prohibition.
1: And this one I picked up because Tom King is our writer on this next one. The Sheriff of Babylon. Bang, bang, bang. Good book. Oh, you read it. I've read it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I it has a lot of positive reviews on the back, but it has Warren Ellis is one of the guys that reviewed. It. I was like, oh, I don't know then. Cause I know you're a well Ellis guy. Yes. So I was like, oh, is this gonna be an Ellis type book? Is what no, I'm worried about. It, it's not. Okay.
0: Um I, I think kind of along the lines of uh season one of um crap, what's the John Krasinski? Jack Ryan.
2: Oh, Jack
1: Ryan. Oh, if it's Jack Ryan esque, then yeah, you know I'm down for it. So cool. All right. Um, this next one I picked up because it's hardcover. The cover just kind of looked cool to me. Uh, Matt Kint, if I say his name right, yeah. name right. It's called Depth, Murder Six Miles Deep. Oh, wow. It looked kind of cool to me. Um, I don't know the artwork. I just flipped through it. the artwork alone is what really kind of pulled me in. If you could see it, I don't know if you could see it too well on the cam. Uh, yeah. Jeff Lemire-esque Yeah, artwork. that's
0: exactly what I was thinking.
1: So I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. But it's long, it's long as hell though, dude. I don't know how long going we get through that one. Yeah. Um, Next one's called Bad Houses. Hmm. Sarah Ryan. Um, Let's see. Lives intersect in the most unexpected ways when teenagers Ann and Lewis cross paths at the estate sale in sleepy Phelan, Oregon, a once thriving logging community. Uh, Now the town's businesses are crumbling. Citizens are bitter and uh, disaffected. Anne and Lewis refuse to succumb to the fate of the older generation as they discover together the secrets of their hometown and their own families. Uh, Warren Ellis again. I I smiled like I don't know, but uh, is the best graphic novel I've read all year. Superbly observed, exquisitely, exquisitely drawn. Sorry, the sharp bite and real human pulse. I was like, ah, artwork was kind of cool. Yeah, it's just one of those indie. It's one of those black. It's black and white indie. So I was like, "Eh, I can use that. See how, see how it is. Um another Brian Azarello book called Faithless. Okay. I don't know why I picked it up. It had a good review by Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. I don't know. It looks it's adult though. Yeah. I was like, eh, I don't know. This is at the library. Definitely not kid friendly. Yeah. But it's Azarello. So I was like, eh, why not just pick it up and see what we got here? I don't know why I picked this one up. The cover was kind of cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um Patricia Briggs, Alpha and Omega. I have no idea what it's about. Nah, no, never heard of I it. it. I don't know what anything, other than the cover had werewolves on it, it looks like. So I was like, eh, maybe we'll try that. Yeah. Well, it looks horror related. And then Batman Damned. Okay. This one I heard was something that, um, what's his name? Our newest Batman. Uh, Zdarsky? No, oh, no, the doctor. No. <laughs> In the movie, The Batman. Oh, This was one of the books he read for inspiration. Oh, okay. Uh, Pattison. Yes, he read this. And that's why I was like, huh, curious what what he pulled from this. Yeah. As far as for the role. So I wanted to read it. Okay. I might have to Um, check that out then. Last but not least, my my, my friend. Yes. Berserker. I've I've been wanting to read this forever. I've been curious about it. I've been so curious about it because it's Keanu Reeves. And who doesn't love Keanu? Um, Artwork looks cool. I have no idea what's about. He's half mortal, half God. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. We'll see what it says. I, I, it's been, it's more than one. Uh, I think it's more than one trade though. Yeah. I I,
3: I think there's quite a few.
1: Yeah. So I'm just, I'm curious. And I don't know if Reeves has been involved the whole time, but I recently watched a clip of Keanu Reeves interacting with a young fan. Yeah. I'm talking about like a kid, like six years old or something like that. Yeah. And talking about a, something about a comic book. Yeah. And it made Reeves stop and think. And he goes, you know what? I might need to do that. And yeah. stuff like that. It's just like he's he's cool. Keanu Reeves is the man. He's yes. so awesome. So those were the books I've picked up. Ask me when I get them done. Probably never. I'll be they'll be way overdue at the library. Oh yeah. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> I do that all but I'll try the time. to get around to those. But I'll, I'll let you know if any worth are worth your time if I can get through them. I'm, I'm okay. almost through New Frontier. the I have Volume 1. That's the one I do yeah. next. I think I'm about halfway through.
2: Yeah. And then I'll try to
1: go from there with it. So
0: Volume 1 of that is more like the setup of everything, and then Volume 2 is where everything comes to a head.
1: Okay. Well, then I'll have to borrow that from you then. Yeah. But after that, that's it. That's all I got for you, sir. I got right. no other homework. It's yep. just, uh, yeah, we haven't met in a little bit, so I had to catch up on a few things. Nice. But uh, unless, that, unless you got anything else, that's all I got. Nope, that's it. All right, man. Been good catching up. All I'll right. Talk to you later. All right. All all right we'll see it. you. Thanks for listening.
0: You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. The intro music is The Other Side by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a Mad Dog remix made by Madeline Tierney. This week's song is Drunk Texter from Ballyhoo.